0: Hi everyone, welcome to Confidence. Let's get moving for our mental health. You are joining me in the evening actually, which is quite unusual for me. The birds are still chirping and in the full spirit of transparency, I'm currently outside as you can hear, but I'm work- walking rather on the tiniest platform outside my house. It's some type of a rooftop garden, but that's pushing it. It's probably about five meters long and I just plan to walk up and down, up and down because I really wanted to get this out on Tuesday. and just uh, with a whole bunch of details I'm not going to bore you with but I needed to record the podcast this evening to get it up on Tuesday but I'm walking I'm talking and technically I'm outside so I hope you are too as always please be aware of your surroundings for cars for other humans just uh, keep an ear out as much as I want you to be involved in listening in this episode I want you to be safe We are going to be talking about insecurities. What a topic. I don't know a single person who doesn't have insecurities. Put your hand up if you have insecurities. My hand is up. It is flying. It is high. The interesting thing is insecurities are context specific. So you could have insecurities in one area and not in another, in one situation and not in another. I'm going to give you an example. In my own life, I am insecure about my one tooth. My one front tooth, I have big teeth, I have massive teeth, and my one tooth is much whiter than the other one. And the first thing I see in photos when there's this huge massive grin on my face is my tooth and the one that's just much, much whiter than the other one. That's one example of an insecurity of mine. In work, I also have insecurities and that's context specific, it's day specific. So I could wake up on a Monday, be insecure about one thing, wake up on a Tuesday and I won't be insecure about it anymore. And that's absolutely fine too. But I'm a reporter and uh, a good skill to know as a reporter is something called shorthand. It basically looks like hieroglyphics. It's a whole bunch of doodles. It's wonderful. You can just write a lot faster. And my speed in shorthand is not where I think it should be. So that makes me feel insecure when I step into interviews it kind of makes me feel like I'm gonna be found out one day. (laughs) Uh, My shorthand is not non-existent, but it's just, it's an insecurity, and often insecurities are unfounded. Now, there's a really nice quote that I picked up on the internet, and it should be attributed to someone much, much smarter than I am. But it says, most of us feel insecure sometimes, but some of us feel insecure most of the time. And I think that's so true. Just because you have one experience of insecurity doesn't mean a person next to you is going to have the same experience with insecurities. Let's talk about other insecurities though. I've shared a few of mine. I have many, many more, but you can be jealous in a relationship. You can have self-doubt. You can be worried about a trip. There's social anxiety. Insecurities are endless. So. I'm going to bow out for one minute and I will be here on the other side. But I want you to have a think about your insecurities. When do they show up? How do you react? Gritty of insecurities. What does it even mean? It's a word that's thrown around so often, but what is the definition? I do love a good definition. So, there's actually two definitions. One is a lack of confidence, and that might be the op- obvious one, but it also means a lack of protection, open to danger or threats. For one instance, that's an example of growing job insecurity your job is at risk, it is not safe. There is no protection there. I particularly think that second definition is incredibly, incredibly interesting and something we should just touch on for a minute. Because if you're feeling unsafe, you're vulnerable, it's a weak point, it's it's an Achilles tendon, It's it's a part of you that someone can go and jab at. So ultimately, I think that's what an insecurity is and that's actually quite a beautiful definition of it. In terms of what causes insecurity, (laughs) we'd be here forever. There are so many different causes and often it can't be attributed to one thing. It could be a recent failure or rejection. It could be a lack of confidence because of social anxiety. And the one that's most interesting I think to me and the one that I personally relate to the most is insecurity driven by perfection. How insecurity is created there is through high standards and beating yourself up when you don't achieve them or fall short. A lot of the information I'm referencing today actually comes from Psychology Today. It's a fab website, go check it out online if you want more tips and tricks. Again, for another minute, I'm gonna disappear. But now, think about what causes your insecurity. Where does it show up? How does it show up? How do you respond? Now, you didn't think I was just gonna leave you without offering you some help when it comes to your insecurities, right? Let's talk about rejection and failure. That's a very, very common one. Often if someone rejects you or if uh, you presented a skill and that was rejected or wasn't liked, obviously that's gonna cause a lack of confidence. So the way to go about correcting, fixing, helping you with that is to get feedback from people you trust. Let's say it's, uh, it could be a date, it could be a job interview, it could be a concert that just doesn't go right. Go to someone you trust, someone you respect, someone who's going to be kind and gentle and ask them for their feedback. And then be willing to try a different strategy as well. If something goes wrong one time or, doesn't, or if you get an unexpected result, so also reframing failure. If you get an unexpected result, great. You found one way it doesn't work, now go off and find the find a thousand other ways it's not or is going to work. Another type of insecurity is social anxiety. I do get social anxiety in many situations, uh, not all, but definitely a few. A great way to navigate that is to prepare in advance. If you know a bit about the context or the people you're meeting, Do a bit of prep that's going to make you feel more comfortable. Whether that's finding out about the people you're gonna be speaking to. Google and look up icebreakers. There is no harm in that either. Oh, and another tip that I really, really loved was set a limited but realistic goal. So let's say you're gonna go uh, to a a mixer or a socializing event. You can say, go in there and I'm going to speak to three people and then I'm gonna leave. That's fine, that's great. You're going, you're gonna set yourself a specific and achievable goal. There's nothing wrong with that, that's great. And once you've achieved your goal, you'll feel accomplished and you can walk out of there with your head held high that you did it. The last one, (laughs) the advice I will take myself is, interestingly, people with perfectionism often have conditional self-esteem. And what that means is, We like ourselves when we're doing well, but we dislike ourselves when something's not going right. So it kind of links a bit to my uh, episode last week, but that's based on external things. So the advice that I have and the advice I've read is to focus on inner qualities, focus on character, maybe your warmth, your generosity, how you boost other people up. Something that's not dependent on something that's measurable not on an outcome at work not an external result and then also the ultimate one is find lessons in messing up but there really is value in just doing a bit of reflection getting that r word in there and just thinking about the times you messed up and what you can learn thank you so much for listening to this episode we're going to end things there Uh, please get home safely or if you're not home already and uh, please do follow Confidence on Instagram at Confidence otherwise we're also around at www.confidence.co.uk